You are listening to the Marriage Mindset Podcast with Heather Flake, episode number 27, How I Became a Life Coach. Hey, did you know that it's not your spouse's job to make you happy? That's your job. I'm Heather Flake, a certified life coach and member of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and I'm here to show you how to change your mind so you can change your marriage. You ready? Let's go. Hey friend, welcome to Marriage Mindset. I'm so glad that you are here today. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love it and be so appreciative if you would leave me a review. Even if you just select a few stars, you don't even have to say anything, but the more reviews I have, the easier it is for other people to find this podcast. So if you like what you are listening to, give me a review. That would really be awesome. Thank you. Okay, one other thing I wanted to let you know of before we jump in here is I am running a holiday special because hello, who isn't running a holiday special? It's the thing to do, apparently. But honestly, I really am running a really awesome special right now. So if you go to my Instagram, and also I'll just put a link to this in the show notes, but I do a one-on-one coaching program where I coach usually just women one-on-one about their marriage. I help women who are struggling and feeling disappointed or discouraged or lonely in their marriage and they just want to feel better, that's who I work with. So if that's you, and if anything that you've listened to on this podcast has resonated with you or has been curious to you and you would like to see what it might be like to work with a life coach, I want to invite you to check out what I offer in my one-on-one coaching program. So in the link here in the show notes, it will take you to my website, my work with me page, where it gives you all of the information about my coaching program, the time commitment, the financial commitment, what we do, frequently asked questions. So you can go and check that out. And then if you sign up for a free discovery call, all of my clients that I end up working with initially meet with me for free brief 30 minute call where we meet each other and make sure we're a good fit. And then I tell you how to pay and we set up your first session, all that good stuff. After you do a discovery call and you commit to the program, you get the first month completely free. So that's over a $500 value, totally free. I really don't do promotions in my business, so this is something really special that I'm throwing out right now. So if you are interested in working with me or you've been interested in the past and you just felt like it wasn't the right time or you didn't have the money saved that you wanted to have saved, now is your time because you're going to get the first month free and I do payment plans. There's lots of ways to make it work. So if it's something that you are interested in, I really want to encourage you to check it out and maybe this is your time, friend. There's no better time than now. All right. And hello, just think about you. I know at this time of year, we are so busy and we're running around thinking about all of the people that we need to get gifts for and what are we going to give and all of that. Think about yourself too. Don't forget about you. You are really important. What is it that you want this year? What is a gift that you would love to give to yourself? And if that's a better marriage, I really can help you. So go check out my website. There's reviews on there from lots of clients that I've worked with and just go check that out, all right? Okay, my friends, today I'm just sharing part of my story of how it all began. Sometimes, well, let me just tell you this. So a few weekends ago, I was in Scottsdale at the Arizona Grand Resort and Spa because Brooke Castillo was putting on an event called Life Coach Live. 
And so I went there and it was honestly such a phenomenal event. I felt like I was hearing all of the amazing tools and things that I've learned for the very first time. Like it was just electrifying and it was so amazing. And as I was sitting in that space and I had my little name tag on that said Heather Flake and any anyone could come to this event. P.S. Not just coaches. It was totally open to the public. There was hundreds of people there, coaches, non-coaches, males, females, just all, all kinds of people were there. It was so amazing. But I looked down at my name tag and it said Heather Flake, certified life coach. And I just had this moment where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a freaking life coach. Like what? And it's just so funny. I did not grow up. I mean, A, I didn't even know that life coaching was a thing. I had never even heard that term. I didn't know what it meant. And so now when I look back at the last few years of my life and I just realize I'm like, dude, I'm a life coach. I just love it so much. It has been such an amazing thing for me. It's changed my life. That might sound cliche or whatever, but I will go to my grave with that. Finding Jody Moore and Brooke Castillo and going through the life coach school and applying the tools that they have taught me and really just kind of diving into this world of self-help and everything that life coaching embodies really has completely changed my life. And I'm just so grateful. I love that I get to coach other people, mostly women. I have coached a few brave and amazing men in my career, but it is just such sacred, special ground for me to tread. And I love being a life coach and doing what I do. So I thought I would just share a little bit of my story and how it all began. And in that there's four themes that I've picked out that I want to share with you that I think can be really applicable to your marriage. In 2018, I kind of refer to 2018 in my mind as the dark year. I think of like Harry Potter when they're like the dark lord. 2018 in my mind is just like the dark year. But even as I was thinking about this today, as I was writing my notes out, I was like, you know, that's not true. Like, yeah, there were some really dark things that happened in 2018, but there was also a lot of light in 2018 and a lot of amazing in 2018. And I think that's such a good example of our brains and how they function, right? Our brains are just really good at picking out the negative, seeing the negative, focusing on the bad and remembering that. But there is always good weaved into the bad. And like, I don't think anything is always 100% bad. I could be wrong about that, but all I'm saying is there is always good to be found and there's always light even in the dark. All right. So in 2018, uh, in April, I lost my dad to cancer. He passed away. Lily was six months old. She wasn't very old. Devin and I were going through some pretty challenging struggles in our marriage and I was feeling really alone. I was feeling really defeated. And then five months later, we lost Devin's brother, Logan to suicide and it was, it, I was just so shook, like just all of those events. And then I remember a month after Logan passed away, Lily had a seizure. It was just due to a fever, but I didn't know that. And it was just, it was terrifying. And it, it was just such a year full of fear. You know, I, I honestly remember just being scared. Anytime my phone would ring, I was like, okay, who's died? Who's calling me to tell me? that someone else is dead. Like, I know that is bad, but I, it was, I was just, I felt so much fear for my future and what was going to happen. I was so afraid that I was going to lose Lily or anyways, I just, I had a lot of really negative, not helpful thoughts and I was full of fear. And what's so interesting, even as I say that, I also can remember stark moments where I felt so much hope and I felt the savior 
standing there with me and comforting me and helping me and guiding me. But that's just kind of to paint the picture of what 2018 was like. So when the new year dawned in 2019, no one was happier than me. I was so ready for a new year. And this was in January. And I remember this day perfectly. It was a Saturday and Devin and I, this was when Marie Kondo was, you know, the biggest, she was all the rage and we had watched her show on Netflix. And then of course we started Marie Kondoing our apartment. And my friend, one of my best friends from high school had told me about a podcast and she was like, Hey, you should listen to this podcast called better than happy. And I was like, yeah, um, I don't listen to podcasts. Like that's something that weird people like my husband do. I, I had never listened to a podcast anyways. I was just like, all right, whatever. I'll try it out. So I tried it out and I started listening to this woman. It was Jody Moore's podcast. And instantly I was just really hooked. I was like, oh my gosh, I loved what she was saying. And at the time I listened to the episode, she was offering a free call. I think it was called Ask Jody Anything. And you could attend this free webinar where you could ask her a question and she would answer. And I remember putting in a question and I don't even think she got to my question, but I just listened to now what I know is life coaching. And it was so powerful and it was so impactful. Now, in the background, I had just applied to, I think, the University of Tennessee, maybe, yeah. I was going to go back to school and get my master's degree in either social work or marriage and family therapy. But here's something you need to know. I was just a lost little lamb, you guys. I was just feeling like I didn't know what I wanted to do next. Lily was six months old. I really loved taking care of her. That was my full-time job and I loved it, but I just felt kind of this void. I just felt like something was missing. I felt like I could do more, but more importantly, I wanted to do more. I just wanted something. And as I look back, I wouldn't admit this at the time, but this was definitely true. I wanted a master's degree because I thought that once I did that and I could tell people that I had a master's degree, I would feel important and I would feel prestigious and I would feel proud of myself. And so I wasn't getting a master's degree really so I could make a difference in people's lives via social work or therapy, which, you know, I mean, I, I was thinking about that, but mostly it was just like for myself so that I could feel like I was doing something important so I could have a title. Isn't that funny? Anyway, so I had just sent in that application when I found Jody Moore and I started listening and she starts talking about the life coach school where she was certified and instantly you guys like I just I I got right into her program I ended up signing up that Saturday the Marie Kondo Saturday I remember being kind of nervous I was talking to Devin because a few months before I had kind of dabbled in health coaching but it just wasn't a good fit for me and so I was nervous to go talk to him again and be like hey so now I've found life coaching I think this might be my calling can I sign up for this membership program Anyways, but Devin's amazing. He was super supportive. He's like, yeah, you know, if that's what you want to do, do it. So I signed up for Jody Moore's program, Be Bold. I was in Be Bold for a little over a year. And as I was listening, I was starting to make a lot of changes in my life. I learned that thoughts create feelings. I remember the very first time I heard Jody say that and it blew my mind. I didn't know that. I just thought that my life was at the effect of the circumstances. I thought life happened to me. And so the things that I was learning from Jodi really allowed me to just feel so empowered. And I started to make a lot of changes in my life and it was so exciting. And so then in 2020, I decided to get certified as a life coach through the life coach school with Brooke Castillo. 
And the story of how all that happened is a whole episode in and of itself. But I started in 2020. I was just barely pregnant with my son, Brooks, and it took me six months to do the first round of certification and then you take a test and get certified. And then there was another six months of courses you could do to become a entrepreneur. Anyway, so I did that and I just launched my business. I was like, you know what, I'm doing this. And I just started doing general life coaching, which meant I was just trying to help people feel better. I was trying to help people achieve their goals because I actually had tools. I actually had learned how to achieve a goal and that nothing was wrong with me. I didn't lack motivation or desire. I just lacked some key tools in order to do the things I wanted to do, but I couldn't seem to make myself do them. So I started sharing that work, started working with different people, and I loved that. And then a couple years later, I decided to really hone in on marriage because I had started learning and applying these tools into my marriage because, like I said again, I was learning that your thoughts create your feelings and your feelings drive your actions and your actions create your results. And I remember feeling so often in my marriage that I just, I couldn't be happy or I couldn't do certain things because of the way Devin was acting. And I tied so much of my emotion and my results and the things that I did or didn't do to him. And I learned how unhealthy that was. And I learned that there was just a much way, a much better way to do life. And it's called stop trying to control your husband and just control you. And that made all the difference in my life. And I started to feel so much better. I started to just love Devin the way that he was. I started to really just enjoy our partnership. I started to see how I could contribute and what I could bring to the table. And it was just so valuable and empowering. And I wanted to share that with other people especially because I feel like within the church, in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, marriage and family is so important and it's such a big deal to us. And I love that, but at the same time, it makes it really difficult when your marriage is not going well. I think it feels really hard and vulnerable for us to admit that and to say something. We don't know where we're supposed to go to get help. You know, we think, well, once we get to the temple, everything's going to be peachy. And then when it's not, it feels really lonely and it feels really challenging and like you don't know where to turn or who to talk to to get help. So I wanted to be that resource for women. I wanted to be a safe space for women to come and to get help and to improve their marriages by improving their self and by learning to control the one thing that they actually have control over, which is again, themselves, their thoughts, their feelings, their actions, their results. So that's what I do and I love it more than anything. But there are four keys that I wanna share with you today that I learned from this journey of becoming a life coach. The first thing I want you to know is before I became a coach, I didn't know that that was available to me, right? In the little bubble that I was living in where I was a stay-at-home mom and that's all I did, I really did just think that that was kind of it for me. And as I was thinking about this, it's because growing up, I just kind of knew that that's what I was going to do. It was just kind of all laid out for me. I knew that I would grow up, graduate high school, go to college, meet a guy, marry him in the temple, make babies, drive them around in a minivan, and then die. Like, I'm not joking. I really did just think like, okay, like, you know, I mean, I'm a woman. I'm a member of this church. Like, that's just kind of the game plan. It's already been written for me. That's what I got to do. 
no one had ever talked to me about like, well, what are your dreams? You know, people ask you like, oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? And it's like, a mom, because that's all I really knew. And that's what I had been taught. And that's what I had seen. I I wasn't taught to dream. I No one ever told me that I could be anything that I wanted to be and I could make as much money as I wanted to and I could be a mom and something else. I just, that wasn't even in the realm of possibility for me. And so I remember the day, I, I do, I still remember that Saturday when I saw Jody, and I was like, wait, she's a mom. She has kids. Well, duh, because she's a mom. She's a member of the church and she's a life coach. She has a business and she's really helping so many people. That's amazing. So it really inspired me. And I was just like, okay, well, maybe that's possible for me too. So I just want you to think about this for a minute. We only know what we know. We don't know what we don't know, right? And I think so often we feel this way in our marriage too. I know that I felt this way for longer than I would have liked to. I just didn't know that it was available to me to feel better. I really just thought, well, like this is my marriage. This is just kind of what it is. These are the things that are happening. These are the choices he's making. These are the choices I'm making. And, you know, whatever. Like it was fine. It was never horrible. It's not like I ever wanted to leave, but I was just like, eh, this is, it was just kind of meh. And I didn't know that anything else was available to me. I didn't know that I could feel better. I didn't know that I could create my feelings by what I chose to think. I didn't know these things. And so when I learned it, it changed everything for me. So I want to speak to you about that. You think that how your marriage is or how your life is right now is just how it is and how it's always been and how it's always going to be. But I want to tell you that there is so much more available to you. Don't forget that you can change things. You can change how you think. You can change the stories that you tell yourself. You can change the things that you believe. You can change the way you show up. You can change the things you get. Meaning you have the power to create the kind of experience that you want to have in this life. You have the power to create the kind of marriage that you want to have. You have the ability, you have the power to create more of what it is that you desire and want in your marriage and in your life. And I think that's the most empowering thing that I can share with you. And I think that's definitely the most empowering thing that has come to me through life coaching. The second thing that I want to tell you is you go first in testimony meeting or when you're in line to go down that really scary slide or whatever it is, it's always like, hey, you go first and then I'll go after. We want to see someone do the thing that seems really scary first and then we'll decide if we want to get on that ride or then we'll decide if we want to stand up there and say what's in our heart, right? We don't want to go first, but I want to encourage you to go first. You go first. Be the first one. If you will just make the first move, you'll get some traction, you'll get some momentum, and you'll realize, hey, this isn't so bad. This is kind of exciting. No one, there there weren't any women in my line that had started a business or that even had gone very far off the path of motherhood. Most of the women in my life that I knew were stay-at-home moms. And so it felt really scary for me to do something different. It felt really scary to say, hey, I'm going to be a mom And I'm going to run a business that I'm just creating out of thin air that I don't even know how to do, but I'm just going to do it because it felt so disingenuine for me not to do it. I feel so called to do what I do and I would feel way worse if I didn't do it, even though it's scary and it's hard and it's confusing and blah, 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 blah. You go first. 
It's okay to be the one that does something different. Nothing changes if nothing changes. And I think all the time, we we don't know the people that are watching us or the people that are silently inspired by the life that we are leading and the things that we are doing. And I want to tell you that even in your marriage, if you are waiting for your spouse to change or if you're waiting for your spouse to bring up something, you go first. Let it be you. The third key is I want to invite you to listen to what you want. I never even really allowed myself to want things because I already assumed that I knew what my life would be. Just like I told you, grow up, graduate, go to college, find a husband, make babies, drive them around in the van, die. I didn't know. I didn't even think about wanting anything else because I already knew what I was going to have. And I think that is so damaging if we don't allow ourselves to want. I totally believe that God puts desire into us. We all want things, but we're scared to tap into what we want. Some of us think that it's selfish. Some of us are scared that that means that we're going to abandon everything that we love and that is important to us. And that's just not true. And once that you can see that more is available to you, just this whole new world opens up and you you become more of you. You have more to give in the world around you. I believe 100% that my family is better off because of what I do. I'm a better mom because of my coaching business and because of the journey that it's put me on. And I also want to say, if you are a stay-at-home mom and that's all you want to do, I think that's the most amazing thing ever. You don't have to do anything else if you don't want to, but this is if you do want something else. And I want, I promise you, you want things. You just have to be willing to be uncomfortable enough to find out what it is. Listen to what you want. Listen to what you want in your marriage. Do you want more connection? Do you want more romance? Do you want more intimacy? Do you want more trust? What is it that you want? Please be willing to listen to what it is that you desire because it is so telling. And just being able to first listen to that desire is going to be the very thing that will set you on a path to creating and and having what you actually desire. You deserve to have more if that's what you want. There really is so much available to you in this amazing world. And God has put talents and abilities and capabilities in you that he wants you to use and share and expand yourself because it's going to bless so many other people as well. The last thing I want to share with you is this. There is always a way. No matter what it is that you want to create, there is always, always a way. I meet with amazing women every single week that feel doubt and feel discouragement, but then they also are filled with hope and they're filled with excitement and they're filled with peace because we coach and we work and we realize, oh my gosh, there's always a way to get what you want. And there's always a way to make things better. There's always a way to increase connection in your marriage or increase trust or find more joy. There is always, always a way. I believe that in every aspect of my life. And of course, I have days and I have moments where I think, you know what? There's no way. This isn't going to work. And guess what? Sometimes, most times, it's not going to work in the way that you think it should or in the way that you want it to. But there is always a way. There's always a way to figure it out. Everything is figureoutable. 
there is always a way to put yourself out there and to live the life that you desire. I know that that's true. All right, my gorgeous friends, I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that today's episode was helpful. I just want to give a shout out to everyone that has supported me and everyone that has worked with me. I I love my life so much. I have a really, really amazing life. And I believe that an amazing life is totally available to all of us. We just have to be willing to be uncomfortable. We have to be willing to kind of embrace fear and step outside of the norm. But what's on the other side is so glorious. All right, my gorgeous friends, have a beautiful week and we'll see you here next time. Take care.